0: Big fluff. Hey, you know, you look terrific in this light. See you in the morning. I just thought a man of your reputation might still be hungry.
1: I'm full.
0: Are you sure?
1: Well, maybe not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. I was just Did someone teach you or you just a tease by nature? I was just following orders. Orders! Regulation 12 keep the subject home oh. excited state, it promotes potency. Oh, potency? I'm just doing my job. Good. Well, when we get back, I'll have to give you a
1: raise. Oh. <laughs> I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm all out of (laughs) bubblegum. And this is Silver Lining's Playback, the podcast (laughs) where we
0: watch maligned movies and we find their silver lining. Uh, I am very excited to be talking about movies related to professional wrestling this month. I'm just super pumped for it.
1: Yeah. No, it's... Yeah, so obviously... It is, this is WrestleMania time of year, the so-called granddaddy of them all. So yeah, we're going to be spending a month uh, reflecting on films either about or featuring
0: pro wrestlers. And and often both. Yes, often both. Both about and featuring pro wrestlers. Although, to the best of my knowledge, there's no movie that is about pro wrestlers that isn't featuring also pro wrestlers. That's true. Because even like the wrestler, which we definitely aren't doing on this show because it's too no good. God, no. Uh, <laughs> but even that, like, still has a fair amount of real pro wrestlers. Right. Or even wrestlers playing not themselves, like uh, yeah. Ernest the Cat Miller playing the Sultan or mm-hmm. the Ayatollah or whatever his name was at the end. Ayatollah, yeah. I think is what he, called, what he was called.
1: Yeah. And then there's just a good sprinkling of real
0: wrestlers. Right. Yeah. Like Necro Butcher for the deathmatch scene. Mm hmm. Yeah, great movie. Uh I could talk about that all day, but it's not cuz it's all silver lining. <laughs> it's all great. It's a great movie. Yeah, that was um, a movie where I have friends who do not like
1: pro wrestling who were hitting me up being like that movie's so good. <laughs> like I care now.
0: I get it. Yeah. Um Yeah, that no, that is that is a a good flick. Uh but this week <laughs> yes, we're talking about a different movie. Mhm. Uh, and that movie is called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yes. And I was thinking about this earlier today. And, like, this might be... the f- I think this is the first, like, truly, like, B movie that we're doing. Like, really, like, low budge. Like, this wasn't, like, setting out to make money or win awards or... I mean, Son of Godzilla was pretty... B&B. Yeah, Son of Godzilla, and you could probably make a case for uh, Men of Courage USS Indianapolis. Yeah, but no, for sure,
1: I mean, I did you watch the trailer? I watched the trailer for this before, and I mean, yeah. the trailer is definitely, like, it. it is very aware <laughs> of the movie that was, be- which is, ba- so I guess we should set this up, because I'm going to guess that. Uh, Maybe we intrigued some of you with uh, a movie starring Roddy Piper and with a movie called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Maybe you're listening and you haven't seen it. Uh, It's, I guess, like the cleanest way I could describe it is horny Mad Max with frog people.
0: Good night everybody I mean, that's, <laughs> that's maligning it and silver lining it all in one sentence,
1: yeah so it's it's a post apocalyptic world sixty eight percent of the male population has died, and it seems like the, the remaining men might not be so um and most of them are sterile, they're mostly sterile and so then come you know, shows up roddy Piper come, you know we start the movie with him in prison. Uh,
0: and apparently he's, you know, he's like the Peter North of of this <laughs> apocalypse. Yes, he was, he was captured by the provisional government for leaving a trail of pregnant women in his wake.
1: <laughs> yes. And they, it's weird because he was simultaneously arrested for that. But then also, if he gets the women they want to impregnate pregnant, then he, his record will be wiped clean, so to
0: speak. It's just like in real life, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, maybe you were saving this for the silver lining, but uh, Roddy Piper's character in this movie is named Sam Hell. Yeah,
1: Sam, Sam Hell. Uh, also, so just to, I guess, get this out of the way, I, in my household, at least, I don't know about in yours. There, uh, Molly and I often reference uh, the Simpsons episode that talks about Rory Calhoun. <laughs> and he is in this movie... Uh, standing and walking, and yeah. uh, he the plays way only Rory Calhoun can. The, re- the way only Rory Calhoun can. Uh, he plays a character called Looney Tunes.
0: Yeah, and like it's because his real name is like Lonnie Tune, and he goes by Looney Tunes.
1: Yes, and he's an old cowboy. <laughs> like
0: they just have Slash a, prospector.
1: Yeah, he's type? just he's wearing cowboy attire,
0: and this is definitely at the end of his career. Uh, but he, yeah, yeah. I'm not to say that Rory Calhoun was always at the forefront of Hollywood making A-level pictures. He made a lot of those B-movies. That was sort of his niche. Oh, I was his... just more talking about his age. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he he old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, because this came out, I believe, 1988. If I'm something uh, like that, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's all of that. Um, then we haven't really talked about the fact that there's. So there's two women that are with Piper the whole time that that are kind of um, like his chaperones. I don't know what to to call them, but they're like military women that are going along with him to try. So they're trying to free a bunch of. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Imperator Furiosa and not Ripley. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's Sandal Berkman and, um, you know, another person there. um, I, I can't remember the other woman's name. But,
0: uh, they, uh, sentinella. Yeah. Uh, but, something like that.
1: But they, uh, yeah, they're going along with them. They're trying to free these women that the frog people. So there are frog people. If that wasn't clear because of all of the nuclear waste or whatever, there's a race of, uh, you know, talking, uh, anthropomorphic frog men <laughs> that, Yeah. That have kidnapped a bunch of women, and they both want to free these women and then have Roddy Piper impregnate them.
0: Yeah, so... I guess I'll tell this story. Um, So, I saw this movie probably in the early to mid-90s, I think, for the first time, uh, on USA Network up all night. (laughs) That makes sense. Which should surprise nobody. Uh, And... What drew me in, and this even might be getting ahead of ourselves, to the the silver lining was just the opening scene when some dude accosts a dude that's like heavily covered in like protective gear, and he calls him Squid Lips, and then he's like, "Greeners aren't supposed to have guns," and then the the Squid Lips guy shoots the other guy, and I'm like, I need to find out what's going on here. There's also
1: a real again, maybe we're tipping our hat a little <laughs> towards the end, but. There's a really great misdirect that I think is supposed to be a nod to uh, Planet of the Apes, where you get this shot that's the Statue of Liberty in right. a, a barren, like it's in the desert. It's just this, all that's in the frame is the Statue of Liberty. But then, subverting that is the fact that um, Squid Lips picks up the it, the Statue of Liberty, and it's in fact like a toy replica right of the statue of liberty and then the other guy is like you came out here for that and then they they square off but yeah so it's it like already feels like it's winking at the camera within five seconds of starting
0: yeah it this movie has no this movie knows exactly what it is yeah uh and it's it's also not surprising that you
1: watched it on USA Up all night, just to be clear, I have never seen this movie until today. Like, I watched it for this podcast. I had never seen it. (laughs) Those are the best sometimes. Yeah, and no, I'm really glad I did. I I feel like my life is richer for it, but uh, no, it's not surprising (laughs) that they showed on there because as you and I were talking about, uh, this movie is super horny. Like, it is one of the horniest movies that I...
0: No, the plot of this movie is... I feel like this guy wrote it as a porno movie, but for whatever reason decided to make it a non pornographic movie. Yeah, it's, and there's
1: nudity in the movie, but not a lot of it. But yeah, it feels like a porn movie that maybe the guy wrote porn and then he turned it in to the studio and they're like, nah,
0: I think this could be a real movie. And then they like made some calls, you know? Yeah, and it it is, it is a real movie. It is not a fake movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's when there's no, like, you know, it's not like Caligula. Like, there isn't graphic. Like, honestly, it's pretty tame. Like, there's, I think, a topless woman in one scene. Because also, women are just throwing themselves at him throughout this entire movie. But there's not actually a lot of sex. There's just
0: a lot of talking about him having sex. Right. Yeah. Which is why, like it's simultaneously the horniest and most chaste version of this movie that could possibly be made
1: yeah like weirdly it the version that we watched could probably you know minus the topless scene could probably air without really having to edit anything out on USA
0: network <laughs> like. right yeah no 100% it's cuz there's not much in the way of like profanity there's not a ton of gore there it's yeah I mean it's got the one it's got the literally the one topless scene and a few other like sensual scenes but nothing that yeah. wasn't airing on TV even back you know 30 years ago yeah no for sure um, yeah it's so <laughs> it's a weird movie it is I mean it's a weird movie it's a super weird movie uh, Where where to start I yeah I mean <laughs>
1: I guess we should talk about the premise. I don't really know what to make of it, but you know, like what what do we think of this pitch? Like what what do we think of the log line?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know that the log line and the title are different for this movie. <laughs> I mean, hell literally does come to Frogtown. I mean it's Oh yeah. yeah Frog I mean, Town Sam is, Hell. Yeah. <laughs> goes to Frogtown. Yeah
1: delivered on promise. And Frogtown is full of talking frog men, so promise delivered there. I think this movie gives you everything it says that it's going to. And frog women.
0: That's true. And you can't forget about uh the frog women. No, this is I mean I think I feel like most of the ways to malign this movie would be taking cheap shots at it in a lot of ways. Well, it's also,
1: I mean, this is,
0: I think we should be clear
1: that because it is a B-movie and because it understands that it's a B-movie, it's, you could pedantically malign a lot about it, but I think that those things are by design. (laughs) Like, it, I think it made the movie that it set out to make for sure.
0: Yeah, or or if not by design, like intentional on the production team yeah like they they're like, no we're not gonna spend the money to make this look better than it does or we're not gonna you know do the do the things
1: yeah because there's a lot i mean like the frog people i like the way they look but they're there's very limited actual you know movement the there's not a lot of animatronics going on like with the the frog people's mouths and stuff like they they don't really have a lot of articulation in
0: them so it's just kind of floppy mouths when they're talking. Yeah, no the, the the lips are like not articulated at all. It's just kind of like kind of like Muppet open and close. Yeah, yeah, they have
1: one motion. They yeah, exactly. Yeah, picture a Muppet like they just you know they the mouth opens and fl- like it just kind of flaps when they're talking a little. More. There although there's one guy at the end that I feel like had a little bit more going on. <laughs> Maybe we should talk more about this. But the the dance that she does at the end for the three snakes. Like that one guy seemed like he had a lot that that frog had a lot of reactions. Like I feel like he had eyebrows. Like he had eye articulation that other people didn't.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. So
1: they spent a little bit more on him, I feel like.
0: Uh anyways, l- I I let's start with the plot of this movie and let's let's see if that leads us down any interesting paths. So we know the premise. We know the the inciting event is that this guy Sam Hal, is just impregnating women in his wake he gets caught by the provisional government that is mostly women because most of the men have died in the various nuclear attacks and everything. Uh, and, uh, but a bunch of fertile women uh, have been captured or traded or somehow they're in Frogtown. Yeah, because there's a, it's really hard to have
1: children. So the frog people have, have taken these women as like, you know, they figure they will be valuable for various reasons because they're fertile.
0: Right, uh, and also the the frog mutants are treated very much as second class citizens in this society. Yeah, they yes. uh, yeah.
1: Well, and it's just called Frog Town. Like it's very clear they have a part. They have a shanty town that they live in. <laughs> that's, right. It's that's, like yeah,
0: basically like various industrial ruins and you know slapdash factories and things like that, and that's where they live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. So yeah, so Sam Hell, uh, guided by Sentinella and Spangle, Mm -hmm. is that Sandal Bergman's character's name is Spangle. Mm -hmm. No first name, no last name, just Spangle. Um, They have to infiltrate Frogtown, meet up with their connection, free the girls, bring them back home so that Rowdy Rowdy Piper can bone them. Yeah, and that is the
1: plot. I will say maybe this is a fair maligning because while it is a B movie, I do think one thing that, that kind of hit me is it really felt like go to Frogtown, meet our contact, question marks, rescue women. Like there was a f- yeah. big like there wasn't a clear plan once they got there. And in fact, everything fell apart because it was like they just showed up and then it went
0: bad very quickly. <laughs> Yeah, almost immediately. Well, and they and they just happened to meet up with uh, Sam Hell's old friend Looney Tunes. Who was just hanging out in a bar. <laughs> Who's just standing in a bar. Yeah. Standing and walking. Yes. The way only Rory Calhoun can. Yeah, no, it's iconic for sure. Yeah. <laughs> You know, um, I heard they had to dangle a sock above him. That's yeah, I heard the same thing. And every that, yeah, he was since he was getting on in years from just for the standing <laughs> scenes, they had to dangle a sock. Um, I will say speaking of like when I because I watched the opening like the pre credits, the cold open for lack of a better word. Um and then in the credits, I saw Roddy Piper, I'm like, ooh, I like Roddy Piper. I'm a fan, a huge I'm a big wrestling fan, love Roddy Piper. And then I see that Rory Calhoun is in it, and I'm like, Oh, if I wasn't in before Oh yeah. Because this was I'd already seen that Simpsons episode. I was like, because I like that was a meaningless name to me. Like I knew it was I'm sure it was a real actor, but that was a meaningless name. Yeah. And that's basically the joke. Yes. Um, But yeah, it's just an old timey actor that Mr. Burns is invested in
1: is the joke. It's an old actor that you
0: don't know. Right. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that probably don't know that Rory Calhoun is a real actor. At this point. Sure. Probably. (laughs) Um, but either way, uh, when I saw that Rory Calhoun was in, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure.
1: Um, yeah, so he's great. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy everybody in this movie, but yeah, so, oh, I, you know what we haven't talked about that we should definitely get on the record at some point is, so he's been enlisted, uh, to do this mission and. Uh, well, also, there's kind of a weird thing that there's, so this is this, like, fallen post-apocalyptic society, but they still have paper contracts that they make him sign. Like, there's an official document that he signs. I
0: found that to be funny, that, like, the rest of civilization fell, but he still has to do paperwork. Right, he still, you know, just in case they try to screw him, it's in writing (laughs) that they can't. Who knows what court that goes to, but... (laughs) What
1: kangaroo court in this (laughs) post-apocalyptic Hellscape? I think it's just the one from The Dark Knight Rises. It's just (laughs) Death (laughs) yeah, By exile Uh, But so he has a contract that is They keep referring because he It's sort of the joke seems to be that he didn't really Read what he signed and it has All these provisions but to keep him In line so that he doesn't just run Off he has (laughs) Essentially a chastity Belt with explosives in it
0: yeah, he's got a fully loaded with uh, an ounce of C4 on his junk. Mm-hmm. And but that, it, that would be enough to do some real damage.
1: Yes. It's made clear because it is it is like a chastity belt, but also he can still, because again, his entire mission is to just sex up these ladies. So he can, it, it he actually says it has a flap. So he's able to like, you know, but he just can't remove it. It's It's, you know, fused to him. Right. And, has and it's proximity to censored to Spangle's earrings. Yeah. So if they get too far away from each other, it starts beeping and then eventually will just blow him up if he runs too far. Like it yes. shocks him first and he's in physical pain. And then eventually uh, he and that's what was going on in that opening clip, if you were wondering, is that yes, he was getting shocked by the uh, by the shock collar. Because again, so if Spangle, uh, I guess you could call it a shock ring. That's pretty good. That's, I like that. But uh, yeah, because Spangle flirts with him and makes him think that they're going to have sex and then shocks him. And then it's like, I just did it to get your sperm count up. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a very weird and horny movie. But then the other, so sorry, Spangle and what's the other woman? Sentinella. Because then as soon as Spangle goes to bed, then Sentinella tries to sleep with him like five seconds after that. And then right. it's caught by Spangle. Yep, and some of the Frog Ladies also try to have sex with him
0: <laughs> when they get yeah, to the, frog the, their, their Frog Lady uh, double agent contact person.
1: Yeah, she really tries to <laughs> to seduce him. <laughs> yeah, no, she goes full in. Is that Arabella? I think that's her name. I think that is. All the names are great. I'm just gonna go ahead when we get to the silver linings. Names definitely one
0: of them. Yes. But yeah. Yeah, I think it is Arabella.
1: Yeah, so th- all of that happens. Um eventually the, the chastity belt is removed by one of the frog people using a ch- uh like a a chainsaw. And then yeah, that scene is wild. The scene is wild because you remove the <laughs> chainsaw. It's a great shot. It might be my favorite shot in the whole movie. It's just this shot of Roddy Piper's face with just sparks flying at it from uh, the the chastity belt uh, being chainsawed and then the frog person removes it and is holding it and then it's kind of like, oh, it doesn't have any explosives in it. They lied to you and then the explosives go off and the guy dies.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I hate to say that. I mean, I'm kind of at a loss for words, but I think the, probably the biggest, like, This is a terrible movie if you're not into watching this type of movie. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. If you expect it to be anything except a B movie.
1: Like, here's the thing. Like, we we can make this easy. We've described the plot to you. If that sounds like a plot of a movie that you want to watch, you're going to enjoy it. If you're, you know, someone who's like, I don't want to watch a movie like that, then it's not like it is exactly what you think it's going to be. B whether you think wise. it's gonna, whether you think you're gonna enjoy it or not enjoy it, you are right. Yes, you hundred percent. You and your heart right now know how you feel about this movie, and it will validate your pre existing <laughs> feelings about it for sure.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I guess like without getting like nit, nitpicky and pedantic, I think that like the second act is is really lacking.
1: Yeah, I would say, yeah, the, because again, I don't want to nitpick, you know, things that would that would feel too easy. But yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I would sort of just say overall, specifically in the second act, but sort of just overall, the, the plot's a little thin and it gets real thin. Like, you, because the whole thing is you want them to get to Frogtown. I mean, that's the name of the movie. And then they get to Frogtown and it's somehow less than what you're hoping for. I will say that it, it redeems itself in the third act. I think the movie ends strong. But mm-hmm. but it does stall out a bit in Frogtown, just in terms of momentum, in terms of, again, like, they don't really seem to have a plan once they get there. And it's really just them being chased by various frog people and trying to escape without a clear plan. And it's a bit meandering.
0: Yeah, it's... <sighs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess, you know, the, the writer's room for this, they should have really taken... Uh a couple more passes at that second act and figure out because getting to Frogtown makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. After they get the women, it's a pretty solid like action climax,
1: but it's just Frogtown, which is, you know, a flaw in a movie called hell comes, to hell frog- comes to Frogtown. You want frog town to be
0: the, you know, you want that part to land better, <laughs> right? You Like if that's the title, yeah, That'd be like if Shawshank Redemption like the prison scenes were dumb.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if everything good happened after he got out of prison.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know. If if Reservoir Dogs when like when they were at the reservoir was the stupid part. Yeah,
1: or the part with the dogs, like if that was right. right.
0: If yeah. either part, if those yeah. were bad, then that would be. <laughs> um I will say that I think Sentinella and Spangle give less than B-movie worthy performances. Dare, I'm going to put that out how there. Dare how I, dare, I, I dare you? I dare.
1: I will Look, I refuse to say that. I enjoyed both of them. I will say I'm not sure what's going on with Spangle's character.
0: I, <laughs> that might be more it. Yeah. I Actually, I'm going to take fully back what I said about Sentinella. I will stand by Spangle being a little bit. Yeah. Spangle is just very bizarrely raised, written. Raised eyebrow. Yeah, it's
1: it's a very odd character. <laughs> because they can't seem to figure out what how they want to use her. And she's Right, like she's sometimes they, a wet blanket, but she's sometimes really attracted to him and then uh, like yeah i don't know she's just sort of all over the place i feel like
0: yeah and it's it's just it's inconsistent and her motivation seems unclear like does she want to be on this mission does she not want to be on this mission is this something she's being forced to do is it something she's asked to do yeah i think Uh, she's
1: just yeah she's not developed we don't know we don't really know her place in this society. We don't know her place in the government. We don't really understand what she wants. Like, why is she on this mission? Did she ask for it? Like, it's just... None of it is clear beyond she
0: is a wet blanket. And also right.
1: attracted to him.
0: Right. Whereas, uh, Sentinella is a woman of few words. Mm-hmm. Um, She drives the car and fires the gun. Yeah, and she...
1: Tries to have sex with him because she's like, I haven't had sex in a long time and you're good at it. I I understand where she... Yeah, and and I heard you can deliver the goods, so... Yeah, yeah, her mentality, clear to me at all times. Maybe we should talk about, by the way, because now it is occurring to me. There is a bizarre Al Bundy quality towards this character, towards Roddy Piper's character, because he is we're told this, like, Lothario, who, like, again, has left a trail of, you know, women that he has impregnated across this barren wasteland. And yet, this throughout this entire movie, he has so many opportunities to have sex with women. And he seems to turn
0: it down every single time. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's just boned out. I don't know. I guess. Well doesn't he doesn't he end up having sex with the one woman, the one like frogtown kidnappy they find early, the one that got that escaped and they cross paths with? Yes. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that at all. But there yeah, there is just a... and he's very nice to her. He like It's like very tender sex and she gives him like a a warm hug and an attaboy at the end. Yeah. But maybe that's it that like I, I don't know.
1: Like, yeah, he he seemed attracted to her, but he does not seem attracted to either of the two. Uh, women that he's entrusted to and he doesn't seem very eager to have sex with the other women that the frog people have kidnapped
0: i think it's because if nothing else sam hell is a man of principle Mm -hmm. and he he's gonna have sex with who he wants not who he's told to yeah you know and you you can't put a
1: contract on love except you know except in andy and i's uh romantic comedy love contract Yes, that's <laughs>
0: right.
1: Uh, <laughs> this is coming out sign on the dotted line this May, yeah, it's coming out on the Hallmark channel. Uh, and it's about a uh, single female lawyer <laughs> who you know, <laughs> she she's amazing in the courtroom, but just, you know, can't can't seem to get it straight in her personal life. And uh, you know, then she, Signs a contract, an unbreakable contract with her best friend to find a man to marry by the time she's 30.
0: And then, you know, she's like 29 and a half when the movie starts. Right. Because that's the thing is that she's an expert at contract law. Like that's her specialty. And so she's like, what if I write a love contract? Mm -hmm. And it's unbreakable. And if she... Iron clad. Yeah. And if
1: she doesn't get married by the time she's 30, she has to walk into an active volcano.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's iron clad yeah imagine. and there's there's no choice Yeah, because um, it takes place in Honolulu yeah and, we didn't yeah. mention that but yeah it's <laughs> I mean how many active volcanoes are there like we you know thought about like oh maybe you know like Mount Etna, Sicily but wanted to keep it American just for you know ease of access and things like that um, yeah and uh, it turns out that the uh, park ranger for Volcanoes National Park is the one she falls in love with Yeah, there's a great scene at the end when she's about to walk into the volcano and he stops her and tears up the contract mm-hmm. and they fall it in love tears it up and come on andy don't don't leave out the best part throws it into the volcano oh life well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> th- he's gonna throw the contract in the volcano yeah um it turns we've out we've already gotten rub- danica mckellar to star yeah we're in talks it's not, it's not signed yet but <laughs> okay <laughs> that's we have not signed the contract
1: wink wink um <laughs> I also working tagline what really erupted was their love, which is weird because it's love contract and the volcano is not in the title, but it's uh, we're having a lot of discussions.
0: Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, it's, it's in the workshop stages. Uh, it releases in May. Yeah. But we're still, <laughs> that's how, And with COVID, we don't even know how we're going to shoot it, but this is
1: how Hallmark does it. So, yeah, you know, <laughs> who are we to judge? Trust the process, you
0: know? Yeah. Tr- just, you know, <laughs> let it happen. Um, <laughs> So the Silver Linings, I think. Yeah, I think I think I mean we've kind of This is this is like this is harder to do than a really terrible movie.
1: Oh yeah, because well, I mean, like we said, I I think it's it's because it's so obvious what there is to malign about. It. It's a B movie that was not trying to be a good movie and uh it's very cheesy and it's very ridiculous, but if that's your thing, I think you're going to enjoy it. So I think all that's clear, but I think we can hone in a little bit more on some silver linings. Can I, if I, can I have a detour real quick? Not that what we just did wasn't a huge detour, but I mean, it was in
0: my notes to talk about love contracts.
1: Yeah, I mean, why well, it's in my notes every week, but then we never get to it. You know, we got to promote. It just fit more. in so well this week. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but uh, I do want to talk about the fact. So uh, Molly came into the. She was sort of in and out while I was watching this movie, but she came in. Uh, during the scene where the lady uh of Frogtown is trying to seduce um you know Roddy Piper and also where the creepy guys are are watching uh the uh what's her name the the woman do the the dance the sexy dance for the, of the three the snakes the dance of the three snakes and she called this out and I, once she said it i couldn't unsee it There was something about it all that reminded her and then reminded me of the scene from Bojack Horseman where Todd is dating the asexual (laughs) woman. And it's a great scene if you haven't seen it of just like, because I think they all are lizards. I'm not sure. I can't remember what. um, um,
0: There's like that type of uh, it's like. A Mexican name, they're like a specific Mexican type of salamander. Yeah, like, but so they're all salamanders
1: because that's the Bojack Horseman thing is there's, uh you know, just animal people. But it was just like once that's in your head and then you're watching it because it's a, a woman wearing a lot of, like, layers of clothes trying to seduce a man, and then a guy sort of bumbling around, like... like It's just because the whole thing is that it's she comes from a very horny family, but her and Todd are asexual and they don't know how to tell her parents. But all of that to say that I, I have no evidence to say that Raphael bob Waxberg saw this scene, but in hindsight, having seen that and seeing this, I can't say that he didn't, so...
0: As soon as you started talking about that, I'm like, I, I know exactly to which you are referring. Yeah. So I, I think I don't,
1: if this isn't true, I don't want to know it. I want to believe that one of my favorite scenes from Bojack Horseman was inspired by, uh, How It Comes to Frogtown.
0: Yes. I, uh, Sanities. Um, so that's canon now. We've decided it. Yes. That is, um, uh, so rafael bob Waxberg we know you're listening uh yeah. we know you're a big fan supporter of the show um don't crush our dreams yeah don't ever tell us that we're wrong so we want to uh, because if we're wrong i don't want to be right i'm just going to put it out there i mean now you're just quoting lines from love contract but that's okay uh. yeah well i mean i've been i've been like looking i was you know i was i kind of doing a page one read through just to see like how it, you know, see if everything worked. And so it's been in my head lately. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say it too. The the biggest silver lining, obviously, and I knew this going in, is, is one Rowdy Roddy Piper. The hot Scott himself, Roderick Toombs, Rowdy Roddy Piper, always. One of the most charismatic people on the entire planet. And i'd say underrated as an actor i think if you know you know but i don't think he ever gets the credit that he really does he's a great actor and he's if you've never seen they live stop what you're doing right now and go watch they live
0: which yeah um i when i was talking to uh fellow peak sloth podcast family member sean smith about we were doing wrestling month and i was like we're gonna do a pipe movie he's like you're not doing they live are you i'm like God no! Like no. there's what that is not a maligned movie in no. any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah, that is rightfully considered one of the best like sci-fi action movies of all time. But yeah,
1: you can kind of see it like even in this movie, which obviously is. And Piper did a fair amount of B movies in his career, uh, but like, mostly I would say yeah. B movies. I mean, really, They Live was probably <laughs> the the peak of, of what he did. But yeah, he did a lot of B movies, but uh, I, you can kind of see a world where I think he was too early in the, you know, the wrestler to Hollywood pipeline where, I mean, he was definitely more successful than someone like Hogan, or, you know, but uh, I, I would say, say at this point, he's probably still third. Yeah. But, but I'm saying, I'm going to take that a step further and say that like, I think if Piper was born 20 years later, he'd have a career like The Rocks. Like, that he's just, you know... Yeah, like, I think that I, I don't I don't feel bad about that statement at all. I think there's... Yeah, that just he was an 80s wrestler who was making movies in the 80s. And I think if he had a kind of like The Mummy, Scorpion King kind of entry into Hollywood at that era, that Piper would have been a huge movie star because... Dude carries a movie, he's ridiculous ridiculously charismatic, and he makes this movie make sense, which is no easy
0: task. Yeah, no, I mean he He just takes the words off the page and just makes them fit in probably a way that the writing team didn't intend to.
1: Which is probably his skill that he learned from professional wrestling.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I mean one, I think this movie doesn't get made without Piper. No. Two, I think this movie's unwatchable without Piper. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, maybe someone could you could slide in there and have it maybe work, but but I don't even know. Who Piper that would has be that a... unique type of charisma. Yeah, I don't even know that who that makes makes be Eighty-eight. Work. That would have like. I mean, no way. Kurt Russell does this movie, but Kurt Russell could make it work. That's true. I'd watch. <laughs> you that. know. I yeah, mean. Yeah. Um because i think in a lot of ways and it, uh, just not only just starring in john carpenter movies but like you hate to call him the poor man's kurt russell but in a lot of ways piper was kind of the poor man's kurt russell i think he was the b movie kurt russell would be the, the that's a, na- i, mean, the I nice think that's that. a more tactful way and yeah. more apt way to say it but
1: and i see uh, this he could have starred in they live but I don't think Kurt Russell could have done Piper's Pit.
0: So just gonna put that out there. I don't I don't <laughs> think that uh, Kurt Russell could have main evented WrestleMania One tagging up with Paul Orndorff. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw yeah. that out there too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so just so just so
0: we're clear about who's a poor man's what. Is know. he gonna wrestle Bret Hart at WrestleMania eight? I think he's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's gonna have that parking lot brawl with gold dust. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was a good one. They just did the OJ
1: trial. <laughs> they just did the OJ trial. Uh, yeah. All right. But so
0: Viper's great. I love the frog people. I'll say that for the record. I'll tell you one thing. I, I just love it because it's so dumb and bad. Oh, yeah. Um, is that like the the... I think the character's name is Bull. No, it's not Bull, but it's the 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 owner of the bar basically that he's like got the white coat and the fez just like every like shady like yeah. back alley bar contact and every like Casablanca knockoff that ever happened.
1: Oh no, yeah, he's wearing like a white like leisure suit, like jacket and a red fez. He's amazing. I no, I'm a huge fan of him. My definitely my favorite I think of the of the Frog People. Well, no, it's a toss-up between him and their contact that's trying to sleep with Roddy. Arabella. Yeah, it's definitely one of the two. They're both great.
0: Yeah. Um, Another thing I think is really just, this is a weird thing about the movie. So, the leader of the frogs, Commander Toady. (laughs) Yes. Spelled T-O-T-Y in the credits. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Like, sure. Yeah. Um, You know, there's a frog called Bull. Mm -hmm. And then there's commander toady i don't like maybe this is going back to Melania, but maybe they should have gone harder at the frog puns i don't know i think they could have i th- i think that's sort of the the act two thing of like i think they could have leaned harder into
1: what Frogtown town was and just really really played it up made it more of a frog because it's sort of a, a wasteland town filled with frog people i think you could have made it a frog town you know, like yeah, like really explore what they're into. You know, like what what kind of media they consume, what they eat, what their decorations look like. I think you could have leaned harder into that. I mean, they show what they they that weird sludge that they eat, and apparently they yeah they drink a bad beer, and then there's like underground old good beer. There's a little bit of it, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Rory Calhoun. Yeah, Rory Calhoun standing there. Like Yeah. How only Rory Calhoun can. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, so that was great. And he's having fun in this
1: movie. Like he is no, Rory he I will say he's great casting. I wouldn't have known that because I've I don't even know if I've ever seen another movie that he's ever. Been. I'm sure I have because I've seen a ton yeah. of and have watched a fair amount of older movies. But, but I can't yeah, I can't recall of him. But no, he he is really great. He's good casting. Uh he's very enjoyable. I think this movie ends really strongly. Like there's a lot of really fun stuff in the third act, for sure.
0: Yeah, when they're trying to get the women back to the base and they run into the uh uh, what's his name? Uh, Count Sodom. That's also Captain Devlin.
1: Yeah. Also, there's it's a like, good amount of like hijinks with rocket launchers and. I mean, and misfires Piper, and. And Piper throws a sword <laughs> at one point. Yeah.
0: Just straight through a guy. Yeah. Like that's awesome.
1: No, there's some really cool uh, action pieces
0: at the end. And then uh, Sam Hell and Spangle get together in the end. <laughs> They get together in the end, but also it's very clear that he's
1: also going to have sex with every other woman in their car. Right. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Which is his job. And again, he's very Al Bundy about it. Like, I think he does. I don't remember what the line is, but it's a very, like, Flintstones it's a living kind (laughs) of line that he
0: does. Very, very much so. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's... I guess I just have to keep going back to the fact that, like, Some of the other, like, sort of lower tier, like, second, like, B-type movie releases, a la uh, Men of Courage, USS Indianapolis, Son of Godzilla. I'm going to put Money Plane on that list, even though I loved Money Plane. Mm -hmm. That's a B movie. I think it is a B movie. You know, um, those movies, like, you kind of have to watch them to know if you're going to like them or not. Whereas this one, whether you think you will or you think you won't, you're right. Mm Mm-hmm yes uh there's nothing in this movie that's going to change your mind nope and that's okay because it's if you're not hooked by roddy piper plays the last fertile man named sam hell and he has to go rescue a bunch of fertile women from frog town to impregnate them if that doesn't sell you on this movie then you're you're just it's nothing's nothing will
1: yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like that's as good of a place to end it as any. I think you—I think that says it all, really.
0: Yeah. So let's uh, hit him with the classic uh, sign-off line. Yeah,
1: the, the classic sign-off. When love is a volcano, all you can do is contract your heart.
0: Silver Linings Playback is a production of HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. And we give our stamp of Curioso approval to the podcast that you're listening to right now.